Hello and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the CMS student podcast. I'm Katie and I'm joined today by Alan and Connor. Hello. Hi. So today we're just going to be chatting about the updated 2019 syllabus and how it might affect your study plans. So I think maybe as a starting point, I'm just going to point out three things that have not changed that I think is important for students to be aware of. So first of all, the structure. The structure has not changed. Okay, the syllabus, the SEMA the framework is still three levels, three pillars, nine objective tests and three case study exams. The second thing is the format has not changed. So for each level, you still have your objective tests and your case study exams. And the third thing, and this is an important one as well, is that the difficulty of the exams has not changed. And SEMA have made a point of kind of, you know, informing students about this and saying that they don't envisage any impact on their pass rates. So I guess I just wanted to point out those three things just to provide a little bit of reassurance to, stu- to students that the overall structure, format and difficulty of the framework has not changed. I'm sure they're difficult enough as it is. Um, yeah, that's it. They, they are certainly difficult. Don't want to, it's, not, it's no way to... Uh, int- we've introduced a new qualification and made it harder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sure that's what students want to hear. So that is good. Yeah, so um, if I... If we move on to then, what, okay, what has changed? And I'll just make a few kind of general comments on this. So... Some of the new areas that have been introduced across the board include things like data analytics, cybersecurity, ecosystems, integrated reporting, and then all this digital stuff that we'll see throughout the modules. So, like I know, for example, Connor, you worked on the cybersecurity section. Like, did you find like did you find it straightforward, easy? It's it's yeah. I I think we found we were laughing that we saw digital the word digital crop up in in every subject. I suppose. I think what we noticed with the syllabus was, you know, there's always going to be, as training for an accountant, there's always going to be a certain amount that you have to do that's always going to be covered. Um, but really what SEMA have done is they've they've updated, not just to stay relevant, but to stay at the, the head of the curve in terms of a lot of this technology and advancements and things that are um, relevant to companies nowadays and stuff like cybersecurity or... Um, blockchain or all these different things are now a feature of that kind of business landscape. But I think, you know, it's not, um, I was looking at the, the cybersecurity course, it's not that you'll need to come in having been an expert in cybersecurity or with any base knowledge in that. What they're doing is they're trying to give you that that early understanding. Um, it's very much said in, in layman's terms, if I could <laughs> get through and un- understand it all, but it's, it's not designed that someone needed to have done um, really kind of IT related courses in college it's it's to take your understanding um, up to that level required so you can come in with the basic knowledge but it, it covers all those key points I think what's highlighting is the fact that the the and people talk about the modern day accountant as if it's really changed that much but I know when people go well machines are calculating your P&Ls and balance sheets and all that type of stuff but the modern day accountant is much there's much bigger expectation that he or she has to play a wider role in the organization. So they need to be able to sit in a meeting where there might be the expert on data security mm. and have some kind of an idea what they're talking about and possibly be able to contribute. Whereas maybe twenty years ago the finance person sits in the back of the room and says, Oh, they're talking about IT, that's nothing to do with me. Yeah. I, I don't need to know that stuff. I think that's what SEMA is highlighting through their syllabus and adding sections like that is to um, is to highlight th- those facts. And, and, and it is key that if you really want to kind of um, 
anybody can do accounts payable or track the income or whatever but if if you really want to kind of take senior roles in an organization you need to build up this wider organizational knowledge and not just around the finance area yeah so I'm not going to go into the real technical details of exactly what has changed within each course. And the reason I'm not going to do this is because within each course on our site, um, under the resources tab, we've attached these transition guides that SEMA have released. And I think they're about 10 pages, so they're not too bad. Like, And it's definitely well worth taking 10 minutes just to read through this. And they will tell you exactly what has changed from the previous syllabus and what you need to be aware of going into an exam under the new syllabus. So I... So, you know, if you're setting E1, for example, go into your E1 course, into the resources tab, and you'll see the E1 transition guide. But I suppose I have a heat map here in front of me that kind of, you can see very clearly, like, the areas or the courses that have encountered the most change as a result of the new syllabus and ones that have kind of little change. So I'll just give kind of some very brief comments about each one. Um, and like I said, if you want more detail, you can read those transition guides yourself. So... If I just start with F1, because it's nice and green here on my heat map, F1 financial reporting is the course that has seen minimal change. So anyone sitting F1, that's good news for you. Um, double entry, still double entry. Yeah, yeah still hasn't the same cha- guys. It hasn't changed. Accounting is still the, the, monk, the monk in the fifth century. I don't think it's changed dramatically yeah. since. They might not be too happy to hear that. Anyway. Um, P1 and P2. Um, the, like these courses are the same broad areas, but you'll just see this digital focus, like we've mentioned, coming into them. So, and that's actually the case with a lot of courses, but they'd probably be the next two, P1 and P2, that have had maybe the least amount of change. And then if I just touch on the other ones, then um, E1, Managing Finance in a Digital World, this has new content and some things have been moved around. E2, there's been new content added and some existing content dropped. And E3, new content new, new content added and some existing content dropped. Then if we move across to P3, risk management, again, new content and some existing content has been moved to F3. And finally, F2 and F3, same kind of thing. I mean, new content and more of a digital focus on some of the existing areas. So that, that's just a very brief overview of some of the key things. Um I think it's probably fair to say that the E section or the E modules are probably the most um, influenced from the digital, certainly yes. from the digital yeah. side. And that's feedback we've got as well. Yeah, yeah. the E stream. So yeah. I think if you're if you're taking that on and what Connor's done, um, that's probably the biggest change um, in the in the program. Yeah, I think any of the subjects that have anything to do with risk in them has changed because obviously that risk landscape is continuously changing and technology is a huge driver of that. So for any course that you, you previously saw anything to do with managing risks for a business or, you know, the, the kind of broader business landscape, that, that always is going to now have that technology in it, those cyber risks um, and kind of all those different advancements. But it's nothing you won't be familiar with from the real world. It's just bringing that into the kind of coursework. Yeah, a lot of it, I think, is just using a bit of common sense, isn't it, in these exams? Um, Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, that's an overview. Just maybe a few little extra reminders for anyone listening. Um, Just a reminder of the key dates. So the first date you can sit uh, an objective test under the new syllabus is the 4th of November, so not too far away. And the first new case study exam will be in February 2020. Um, 
I suppose a couple of questions that we've seen coming in from students. One of them is, will credit be applied for exams that I've already passed? And the answer is yes, you'll still receive credits for the exams you've already passed. And just to be aware as well that SEMA have um, got rid of their exemption fees, which is a positive trend. And another question we get actually is, what happens if you fail an exam under the old syllabus and you need to retake it under the new syllabus? So this is kind of more relevant for the case study exam because there's just an important point to note. So if you fail the November 2019 case study, which would be under the old syllabus, you'll have your last chance of resetting the exam under the, the old syllabus in February 2020. But in order to reset that exam in February, you have to have at least attempted the exam in November. So, for example, if you sat a case study exam earlier this year and you are not booked into, or if you failed it, sorry, and you're not booked into reset it in November, you will not have a chance to reset it under the existing syllabus in February. You will have to set it under the new syllabus. So that's just something I thought was worth pointing out. I, I think to go back to the transition guides just for a second, I think the important and, and it was kind of you brought it up there a little bit with the case study people where where transition guides are really important is if you have been studying on the old syllabus or taking an exam and haven't been successful and you have to do an exam under the new syllabus, it's that depending on the subject you're doing, you could be doing one of the e-subjects where there's all the stuff Connor is doing. Or you could be lucky enough to do one of the F subjects that haven't changed dramatically. But I think to assume that, oh, it's a new syllabus, but they haven't changed it much is dangerous. So I think where the transition guides are really good is if you are moving, if you are kind of caught in that, that time, and a lot of students will be, because it's very unlikely that students will be finished big blocks by the 4th of November at this stage. So if you're caught in that, um, and some of you might even be aware that it's going to be a different mm. exam after the 4th of November, you just book your exam date and maybe you didn't give it any thought. Um, but if you are doing an exam after the 4th of November, that transition guide is really key. to. It's nearly like an internal checklist that you can go down through it and say, have I studied this? Do I know this? Do I know this? Yeah. Well, that's a whole new subject that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, um, and the danger of using old books. So if you've got a manual from 20... 18 or 2019 that's for the old syllabus and you think oh it'll be fine it'll it'll be fine for this syllabus there won't be that much change there could potentially be so those transition guides are a really key transition I guess um, from moving from the new to the old or from the old to the new syllabus especially if you're in that exam routine because sometimes you do get into a routine of exams that you're not even you're not even thinking that oh you're just going through oh my next exam is my next exam is and a lot of this actually and Seema have talked about a lot of this they seem pass the students by because you're just in this I have to pass my next exam routine and you're not really paying attention to the the high level picture so there probably will be a lot of students wanting to do the old syllabus as you said in the case study in February who haven't tried in November and will be quite irate Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and not yeah. understand why haven't I allowed to do this it's a disgrace yeah, yeah and like I said like students just sometimes not being aware like so if a student has an OT exam booked for next week or the 2nd or 3rd of November and they fail it because you get your exam on the, or your result on the spot yeah. just and when you're rebooking the test obviously it will be after the 4th so yeah like just really be aware that it's you know it's going to be a new course yeah, I think particularly with things like case studies as well is examiners like to, you know, they've been stuck with a syllabus probably for years. And then <laughs> when they go to write a case study and they suddenly have all this new material that they that becomes examinable, they really like to bring that in or like certainly to, to show that they've adopted this new syllabus. So yeah. 
yeah, I think you can expect expect that there will be different things on them. You won't. There's no point hoping that you might get away with it. No, for I once think you're right. I think if I was an examiner, I'd, I'd be looking to um, kind of broad. You'd be kind of like that, say the the data security stuff. Yeah, I I would be pretty sure that the first case study for February 2020, um, when it's released as the pre-scene. I'd be pretty sure it's indicative towards data security yeah. or whatever it might yeah. be. Um, there'd be the word digital mentioned quite a few times, I would have thought. Um, so absolutely, I think they're really going to do that. So as I said, using the last book. Um, and where it's actually really important are if you, as Katie said, if you did an exam before the 4th of November, what if this was your last exam on a level? It means you've done the three levels in the old syllabus. Yeah. But the case study is going to be in the yeah. new syllabus. So in a weird way, even though you don't have to do the exams again, you do have to know the new content and you might, and you should be, you kind of have to study a little bit, not maybe to the extent to pass an exam, but like you could do the operational level and then find out there's questions about digital. I said, I never did any of yeah. my exams. Yeah. But that's the great thing. We have all that material available that you, you yeah. can go back and find, you know, the videos or the notes or, or questions for that. And we have, just to mention, once again, we also have the blueprints available under the resources tab as well. And I know we've discussed them in previous podcasts, but they just tell you exactly what you're expected to learn at the end of your course. So, uh, yeah, they, they, it's definitely worth looking at them as well. And I think they're actually part of the transition guides as well. They do mention the blueprints, but they are attached separately anyway for your own reading. So I think that's kind of it. It's kind of a nice summary there on the syllabus changes like I said if you want more detail just go into your course under the resources tab and yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon